0: All right, we are getting started up here. We're here, we're live. We are oh, live, welcome hey. to the Monday Motivation. Hey, Joe. Hey Lee, how goes it my man? Uh, it goes well. I've got my <laughs> Spanish shirt on today. All I the gospel, wow. all the gospel. Good deal. Todo al <laughs> Evangelio. And if you look closely friends, you'll see that Joe and I are basically wearing the same uh, outfit yeah, today. No Spanish on my, my sweater though, so matching uniforms look at us hugging this is awesome <laughs> Maybe not. so hey we're glad to have everybody on today and we've got a special guest in a little bit uh jaw just away for uh, a week we had three weeks of winter retreat and then the mm-hmm. assemblies of god has a conference in branson missouri every year in yes. february wonderful place to go in the month of february <sighs> and then um like Liz Dufresne was there. I not know if was serious or not. I'm not serious. Liz <laughs> Dufresne was there. Steve Steffel was there. He's the head of Royal Rangers. Sharon mm-hmm. Pools, head of Girls' Ministries was there. Uh, all the directors go. Of course, George was not able to go. He's mm-hmm. still recovering. He's mm-hmm. got the long COVID and is uh, still recovering. Uh, and so the directors of the different departments gather in, uh, in Branson. Really great, really exciting, great things ahead mm-hmm. for our uh, fellowship. Uh, and really excited about some of the things I'm seeing happening. Uh, we got to interact with Jay Mooney a little bit. Many of you who are here will not know who Jay Mooney was. Jay Mooney was a, was a Youth Alive missionary. He was National Youth Alive director. He was National Youth director. And then about 10 years ago, uh, he left to run Compact Family Services, which is like foster and adoption agency that's owned by the Assemblies of God. And um, Heath Adamson became National Youth director at that time. Then Josh Wellborn. Well, Jay Mooney has been asked to come back to be the director over all church ministries and publishing. And so he'll be responsible for pushing out new initiatives. I'm really excited. Uh, Jay's a great leader. He's very adept at pushing forward vision from a national level. And so I'm excited. It's a new season in Springfield. Uh, It feels like there's new energy and excitement around some of these initiatives. And I'm I'm glad for Jay to be back in the fold. He's somebody who comes from our DNA and uh, especially our missional DNA. So so that'll be really, really good. Uh, we have a couple of announcements we want to give. And then we have special guests with us this morning, uh, which, of course, we're very excited always to have a special guest. But a uh, couple of announcements we have. Uh, hey, this Friday in Pittsburgh, this Friday, February 11th in Pittsburgh, yes. is a student evangelism uh, conference, Acceleration, uh, student evangelism conference. It's for youth pastors and leaders. I know it's kind of confusing, student evangelism <laughs> conference. It's for youth pastors and leaders, particularly, uh, how are you? Uh, embodying and looking at, uh, at this. And for Assemblies of God churches, this has been one of our legacy Mm -hmm. discipleship outcomes unique to Assemblies of God people. In fact, from the founding of youth ministries, 1927, and the general council bylaws, it talks about the founding of youth ministry. And it says one of the outcomes that young people are sharing and proclaiming the gospel. So student evangelism, always a discipleship outcome, Mm -hmm. uh, a result of the Holy Spirit working among us. And so Uh, This is a great day. It's going to be a great day. Greg Steer will be speaking. He leads Dare to Share. He's one of the guys I find to be very inspirational. Greg Steer, uh, actually, probably Dare to Share, the organization that's closest aligned to Youth Alive in terms of methods. In the Assemblies of God, we believe in equipping and empowering students for God's mission. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most other organizations who will tell you they're all about reaching schools, they're all about sending an adult to run a small group on the campus. We believe the Holy Spirit is for yeah. young people That's and right. old people alike. You know, uh, I used so. I used uh, Dare to Share stuff a lot. Did you when, when you were youth, youth pastor? pastor? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he produced a lot of stuff. So Greg's very here. high quality stuff. Good speaker. We when we did the Alive and Five, this is the highest compliment I got from anybody on the Alive and Five. Greg Steer was at our National Youth Alive meeting when we rolled out oh, wow. the Alive and Five and I presented it. And uh, he he came up to me, he he said in front of the whole group afterwards. I dare to share now, we need to up our game. This is better than anything we've ever done. (laughs) That's cool. That's good. Amazing compliment, because I have a lot of respect for Greg Steer. He's a guy I really draw a lot of inspiration from. And uh, Gerard Gunter, probably one of the best at urban, uh, multicultural student evangelism, Mm -hmm. will be there also. He leads a ministry called Riot Starters. I've never met him, but I trust uh, Travis Deans this is our friend and ally with the national network youth ministries in pittsburgh he's putting this together i trust travis bring this on so we have 30 we have 30 coming to this event we have room for up to 50 for free so if you haven't signed up you can still sign up with us today uh we are going to be taking a van on thursday out of uh the office here so if you're in the central or the east part of our network and you want to ride with us we'll be riding out to pittsburgh we'll get a hotel we'll share costs on a hotel with whoever goes and then uh, we have the event from 10 to two on Friday. We're going to have coffee afterwards. Mm-hmm. We're providing coffee after the event for a fellowship for anybody who wants to stay probably won't be more than an hour and then three o'clock we'll hit the road to come back. Probably get back to the office here by 7pm uh, Friday night. And so uh, it's going to be a good time. A good time. <clears throat> and uh, always, aside from the fact that this is an event that's in line with our values. Yeah. Uh, it's always good to be together. Mm-hmm always good to be together and spend time together and so that's coming up hey spirit tour website and registration is live media kit has been updated with spirit tour videos and the big give promo and we have some more coming on the on both of these pieces uh, both spirit tour and the big give uh, but the media kit for spirit tour has spirit tour videos and the big give promo in there also fine arts schedules can you believe it <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah fine arts um, <clears throat> just around the corner I've checked in with the um, one of our reps and their registration, their section is very low. Uh, and I, I'm not sure what it is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's continuing on a trend we've seen with this ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd like to see uh, things turn around. We're very concerned about the development of the arts. And so mm-hmm. we're working hard behind the scenes talking about whatever adjustments need to be made to fine arts yeah. to, to get students developing their gifts. Uh, we're very passionate about that. But schedules will be posted on the website next week. Uh, what Do we have a day uh, before we're, our aim is to have it before Youth Group Wednesday night, uh, have the schedules up? So that way you can share it with parents and anyone who wants to know. Well, Joseph. Yes, sir. How you doing? Doing well, buddy. How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. It was very good. I just uh, got to say, Joe, how many kids do you have if you have five? Five kiddos. And how many under 10? Three. Three under mm-hmm. 10. I gotta say, I flew home. Uh, I got a late. I got the latest flight out of Springfield Friday. I left the conference a little early. Got the latest flight out, so I could be home Friday night. I got home at five at midnight uh, to the airport and home at twelve thirty. And then um, up at five thirty Saturday to take my son to the Rangers Royal Rangers Winter Day oh. for the South Central East section. And I was in charge with another leader of seven, five to seven year olds all day. Oof. You, the man, bro. (laughs) You, Commander Lee, is that what they call you? I was ready to die. I was like, is there a broom tree I could go hide under and ask the Lord to kill me, like Elijah in the wilderness? Like, I felt like I was facing off with the prophets of Baal with those young people, and I won the day, but I was ready to die when it was over. I mean, I'm calling down fire. Get in line, you know? Stop talking. Don't ask me again if we can play the Wii. Oh my goodness. Oh, it's good. Can we play we now? Can we play we now? <laughs> oh, we have to go do something else. Oh, man. Well, praise Jesus for everybody who's called the kids ministry. I, my wife and I lead the Ranger uh-huh. kids uh-huh. at Celebration in Dillsburg. It's Tuesday nights. It's perfect because I can still go to youth groups on Wednesday nights. Um, an hour and a half a week. That's enough for me. This full day. Wow. It's a lot of work, bro. Just a little side note <laughs> on my weekend. It was hellish. It was hellish. Anyway, um, things you do. <laughs> things you do as a dad, right? Things you do. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, we're glad to have uh, Hannah Bard with us today. Mm-hmm. Hannah is the, uh, the rep, the sectional rep for the Southwest Suburban section, churches all around the Pittsburgh metro area. And uh, Hannah, welcome to our Monday Motivation. Thank you. Well, we're thrilled to have you with us. Uh, Just uh, tell us a little bit first, Hannah, about yourself and and where you are and how you wound up there.
1: Um, So after I graduated from Master's Commission, it was 2019, came out to North Versailles, like Pittsburgh area, and I've been here for two years now as the youth pastor, but I actually got hired on as kids, so there was a huge switch there going on. But yeah, been here for two years now, loving it. It's great.
0: You got that special kids ministry anointing <laughs> on her. No. <laughs> no, she <laughs> she said, is, no, no. I kids like she, better. <laughs> she's doing what she's called to do now. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. Well, tell us a little bit about what God's put on your heart today.
1: Yeah. So um, lately, I am someone who gets distracted very easily. Or in other words, like, I think I'm a better multitasker than I really am. Um, and So I find myself just jumbling a million different things oh, and, you know, much.
0: Sorry, my bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, trying to get one thing done, but my mind's a million different other places, and so the Lord has just been really challenging me to do a better job of paying attention and being present in, you know, the immediate moments. You know, whether it's in relationships or different things, doing at my job, just you know, how can I better pay attention to understand what I'm supposed to do and what the Lord wants to do and what He's trying to reveal in those moments. And so um, I know like distraction is a huge thing for everybody, especially in today's world, whether through technology and again, just trying to balance everything. Then you bring ministry into the, into the story. Um, everyone is always going to need something from you um, or some situation demands your attention, you know, even though you've got a million other things going on. And so um, just because distraction is normal, it doesn't mean that we have to always allow it to um, enable us to miss out on what God is doing. And I think we see that a couple times from Jesus. He's always telling people, hey, pay attention to what I am trying to teach you. Consider the birds in the sky. You know, he's very much sets up a pattern of slow down for a second and just pay attention to what I'm trying to teach you in that moment. Um, and I think if there's ever a group of people who struggle to understand what Jesus you know, was trying to teach them, it was the disciples. <laughs> and one situation yeah is in mark chapter 8 after jesus fed the thousands um he runs into a group of pharisees who start to demand you know that he perform more miracles to prove his authority and power and he says i'm not going to do this for these people and they leave again um and verse 14 picks up in mark 8 and it says but the disciples had forgotten to bring any food they only had one loaf of bread with them in the boat. And as they were crossing the lake, Jesus warned them, watch out, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. And at this begin they began to argue with each other because they hadn't brought any bread. Jesus knew what they were saying. So he said, why are you arguing about having no bread? Do you not know or understand even yet? Are your hearts too hard to take it in? You have eyes, can't you see? You have ears, can't you hear? Don't you remember anything at all? And he starts, you know, asking them like, when you know i fed the thousands how much did you have left over and you know gets them to respond to him and he finishes off with don't you understand yet um and i think so many times you know we find ourselves in the same situation where life is crazy um and we get so caught up on just you know the little details that may not seem to be adding up and we find ourselves getting frustrated a lot or at least i do i mean no one else does (laughs) Um, But, you know, Jesus gives us grace in those moments in the same way he gave the disciples grace. You know, when we don't pick up on the things that he's trying to teach us right away, it's not like he says, all right, I'm done with you. You didn't get it. So moving on to the next person. But instead, he guides us and enables us to, OK, focus on what I'm trying to teach you. Um, And again, he gives us grace in those situations, but his grace goes even further. And through the power of the spirit, he gives us new eyes to see and new ears to hear. Um, He opens our blind eyes to the truth, one of his gospel, but just the deeper knowledge that comes in knowing Christ living, you know, with a spiritual understanding now, Um, you know, through the power of the spirit, we're able to see and understand things on a, you know, more clear standpoint, you know, both in the immediate moments now, but just in an eternal mindset, you know, we're able to understand really what God is doing. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, we see Paul writing about how now we have received the spirit of God so that we may know the things that he has freely given to us. Um, So we don't have to rely on on our own strength to try and understand things that are beyond us, but the spirit wants to guide us and continue to teach us what God is doing in every situation. You know, not just, you know, some, but, you know, we know that God is always working. He always wants to teach us something new and continue to shape us. And so, you know, we can only do that when we take the time to actually slow down and pay attention. And, you know, that happens, I think, you know, not just in our own lives, but with our students as well. We can get so distracted on just planning out our sermons, planning out trips, planning out all these different schedules, you know, for those who are bivocational and they're working and then they got serving and trying to balance families. It is so easy to get wrapped up and just the everyday little things like the disciples, we don't have bread and we're missing out on like, no, you know, Jesus is trying to teach us something deeper. Get our eyes off of the immediate situation. We say, okay, God, what are you trying to show me in the midst of all of this? What are you trying to do in our ministry? What are you trying to do in this moment? What are you trying to do in our students' lives? Because um, you know, again, there are so many things that he wants to teach us and grow us in. And we can't do that if we are constantly distracted by the things the world throws at us. So that's kind of where I'm at.
0: But yeah. I just uh, was looking at this passage that you brought up, uh, Hannah. And it's very interesting that um, when you started talking about being distracted, Joe's watch went off.
1: <laughs> I heard that.
0: Did it go off? I didn't hear it. And I saw it. And... So My bad, Hannah.
1: No, Our viewing
0: funny. audience didn't see it, but Joe was looking at his wrist like a minute. <laughs> and I was looking up the passage at mm-hmm. least I was doing something that was you've heard me Hannah talk about this and Joe you've heard me talk about this and any of our youth pastors come to camp uh you've heard me talk about this man I might have mentioned that youth pastors retreat but it's I'm fair I'm I'm fairly well convinced like 99 convinced that most of the disciples were teenagers
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
0: under the age of 18 and uh and so you, you have truly identified like a youth pastor teenager moment in the scriptures here
1: yeah
0: uh jesus says watch and beware of the yeast or the leaven of the pharisees and the sadducees and they're like oh crap we forgot the bread Right. <laughs> like they hear in yeast they start thinking about bread all of a sudden they're talking about bread and jesus like guys <laughs> guys come on here (laughs) here look here right here put your phones down look here right uh and he reminds them and, and you know like uh because they were there when jesus multiplied the bread right you have little faith why are you discussing among yourselves the fact that you have no bread do you not yet perceive, do you not remember the five loaves for the 5,000 and how many baskets you gathered or the seven loaves for the 4,000 and how many baskets you gathered? How is it that you fail to understand that I did not speak about bread? Like, right. but you said yeast, <laughs> squirrel, you know, they're like, so ADD. Uh, and so
1: I'm so guilty of that. Cause there's so many times in like staff meetings, my pastor will say one thing and I'm like, Oh no. And then like, I'm done in that moment. And I'm already thinking of like, hundred other things so absolutely
0: absolutely and so um so this is a fantastic passage just on youth ministry in general but particularly for us and mm-hmm. it's so easily uh easy to be distracted in, in this day mm-hmm. uh, i made a commitment like uh, a couple years ago do you ever bring stuff to bed with you like people read a book in bed uh, before they go to bed yes. um so i've been like for years just brought my ipad up and i just watch a show while i fall asleep i just need some some noise sometimes. And I made this commitment to uh, like, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm just going to be fully present. You know, my wife's there, blah, blah. She actually didn't like that. (laughs) She's like, leave me, you just leave me alone so I can read. Like, like, okay. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah, But uh, when it comes to the work of the Lord uh, being fully, fully present, Uh, I think that's very good. Uh, There's always more. Uh, As long as there's sin in this world, there will be things to distract us because there will be needs to be met. There will be crises that need to be met. There will Mm -hmm. be challenges and there will be shiny objects that try to distract us as well. In addition to all the results of sin, we have sin in our own lives that will Mm -hmm. try to distract us. Mm -hmm. And so uh, just a great word, Hannah. And I want to ask you to pray uh, uh, this morning as well uh for uh, all of us uh corinne is uh is still a little sick in recovery i'm still a little sick in recovery uh pastor don is in the office today but he and uh robin continue a slow recovery very mild they had a very mild case of covid but they, they had not had it yet that's what he said yeah, yeah hard to believe so uh they finally they were probably the last ones in the office probably the, this is probably the fourth time it's hit the office mm-hmm. and they're the last ones to get it so uh thank god they're safe uh, but uh, continue to pray mm-hmm. for, for all that. And we're praying for the spirit tour. Um, mm-hmm. We give a major focus to the Holy spirit and identity formation. That's one of the major challenges we're already seeing that um, hit it hit a couple of youth groups last fall. Mm-hmm. Students just saying, well, if you're not going to accept me, I'm going to cancel you, you mm-hmm. know, spread mm-hmm. that around and get everybody not to come. And you, yeah. you know, you have to accept me as I am. And uh, it's been deeply challenging. So uh, we have a lot of these needs around. So Hannah, we are ask you to pray and uh, just uh, uh, pray as God leads you for our youth pastors on the state. By the way, no birthdays that we found uh, for our current youth pastors uh, this week. So um, otherwise we would have said that. And if we missed your birthday, we're sorry. But uh, Hannah, go ahead and pray for us, would you?
1: Lord, we just thank you um, again for this opportunity to just come together and just talk about you, learn about you more, Lord. And so right now I just pray God, for Corinne, for the office staff, Lord, and just all of those who are sick, God, that you would just touch their bodies, Lord. Would you give them healing? Would you just strengthen them and renew them, Lord? God, we also pray um, in preparations for the spiritual and everything coming up, God, that even now you would begin to stir hearts, Lord, that would just point students back to you, God, that they would know that their identity is secure in you and in you alone. And Lord, we just pray Um, for all the youth pastors and leaders, Lord, as they go throughout the rest of the week, Lord, again, that you would strengthen them, that you would continue to lead them by your spirit, Lord, empower them to do the work that you have called each and every one of them to do, Lord, um, and continue to show them and grow them deeper in the knowledge of Christ and the gospel. And just ask all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks, Hannah. Good word, Hannah. God bless you. All our youth pastors, God bless you. Have a great day.